I'm Little Possum. You are listening to the beautiful sounds of praise and worship on Praise Until Dawn here on the Praise Broadcasting Network. As usual, I want to point you to our podcast of A Time Apart and Praise Until Dawn up at our website at pbnradio.com. That's PBN, Praise Broadcasting Network, pbnradio.com. And at the top of the page there, click on Podcast. You'll find both broadcasts up there. A Time Apart will have ATA colon in front of it want to welcome our Roku listeners. If you have Roku, great way to listen to Praise Until Dawn and Praise Broadcasting Network. Just search for, if, if you don't already know, just search for PBN or Praise Broadcasting Network. And I also want to say hello to all of our iWatch listeners, tablet, iPod, iPad listeners, Samsung, iPhone and other phone listeners, and of course our laptop and desktop listeners, and our iHeartRadio listeners. And I'm, I'm sure I've left somebody out, but whatever platform you're using to listen, welcome. Those listening by Alexa, ask her to play PBN Classic on TuneIn. I actually use Alexa to monitor pbnradio.com. Great way to listen. Good sound on it. I also want to remind you about our pbnradio.com Facebook page as well as my personal site. Go to our pbnradio.com homepage at pbnradio.com and click on the little blue and white Facebook logo at the top. It has a a small letter F, which is white, with a, a circle of blue behind it. That's Facebook. That will take you to our pbnradio.com Facebook page. For my personal page, while you're at the pbnradio.com Facebook page, go up to the search bar and at the top enter Pat Rutherford 1232. Pat Rutherford 1232.
And the Holy Spirit also bears witness to us. For after saying, this is the covenant that I will make with them. After those days, declares the Lord, I will put my laws on their hearts and write them on their minds. I will remember their sins and their lawless deeds no more. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. Did you know that the covenants of God, now you understand what covenants are. There's the old covenant, there's the new covenant. The old covenant as plainly as Scripture says, was the Ten Commandments given at Sinai. All these ceremonial laws and all that were to forgive you for not being able to keep the covenant. Well, it's not forgive you, but the point forward for the forgiveness of sins. The blood of bulls and goats can't can't take sin away Uh, but it was always pointing forward to the person that that brought that offering had to stand there and watch this little lamb watch that throat be cut and the life just drain from that little lamb Now, I I don't know if it affected them, but I know that would sure affect me. To have it hit me that I'm offering that because of my sins. And as much as I wanted to stop, stop killing, stop, we couldn't. Now, I say we they 
I want to live and breathe these words. I, I often hear pastors, I often hear talks, you know, well-meaning pastors. I often hear talks, uh, video, audio, and it's like they're quoting from the Old Testament. And all we get from that is, don't be like them. These people lived and breathed. The don't be like them are God's precious chosen people. There's a reason for everything that was written down in Scripture. Did I tell you this yesterday? I don't remember if I told you this yesterday. I'll tell it again. I have... So, I'm not going to say it anymore. I've said it so much. I've got so much going on, I don't remember what I did an hour before. Almost. Um, been dealing with... Uh, been talking with... Texting back and forth. With a number of uh, Seventh-day Adventists. Which is... As I've said before, Claudia and I both are fourth-generation Adventists, were, and we know what they're thinking. We know why they're doing what they're doing. We were so intimately involved, and they think that what they're telling me is it's as if Claudia and I have just become, all of a sudden, become so stupid. But that's all they've got. They have no clue about the covenants. They have no clue about Israel. They have no clue of the prophets. What is a covenant? My, my question to them, and I think I told you, but I, I'll... I'll restated I said please give me the scriptural reference to where the people before Moses were commanded to keep the Ten Commandments there um Their church doctrines, and you can go to Adventist.org, but I, I don't know why you'd want to do that. Um, but because it's Claudia and my, it's our background. These are the people we came from. It, it's, I will not compare myself to Paul. <laughs> I'm just a little bit pipsqueak next, next to him. But it's, it's like, I, I just, like Paul, first, he was a Jew of the Jews. And he went first to the Jews because he loved those people. He was frustrated with them, but he loved them. That's where he came from. And everything he did, his sins were forgiven him. Not because he went to the people, but he understood for the first time. 
what had been written all those centuries before. Well, that's kind of like the feeling I have. These are my people. And I was an Adventist of the Adventist. I'm telling you. You know, the laws that were set down. I, I had Adventists looking at me going, are you nuts? They didn't say that to him, but you knew that's what they were thinking. And to find what we found was, first of all, heart-wrenching. I didn't realize what I had found. That's why I continue to dig into scriptures. I want to know him. I've found out it's not in keeping sinless. Because you're not going to be able to do that. Jews had all kinds of laws to do that for, you know, 6,000 years. They still can't do it. And what makes us think we can? What makes us think that... I mean, the Bible is just replete with God's love for His people and how they're going to have to go through some tough times as punishment for what they've done all these times. But it's not just retribution that God has given them. He's helping them see. I know to, to the to the casual observer that, that sounds terrible. Why would you put your people through something like that? My purpose anymore is not to question God. Yes, sir. I trust you. Whether we're the ones going through it or somebody else, we trust you, Lord. If it's something else, somebody else, we try to help that person. The Adventists have no hope. I know what their answer is going to be. Give me a scripture that says all those, including Adam, including Noah, including Methuselah, including Abraham, including Isaac, Jacob, and all the others before Moses, give me a scripture that says that they were commanded to observe the Sabbath to keep the Ten Commandments. And I know what they're doing. They did what I expected. But I keep on just asking questions, asking questions. They give me, well, if if God created this day, seventh day, and he did what to it? He blessed it and hallowed it. Don't you think, oh, that's a good, that, that, the Adventists love using that one. And how, how many others love if this, then don't you think, doesn't matter what I think, what does Scripture say? 
and scripture may cut right across a belief that you've had for 40 years, 50 years, 60 years, 70 years. And we must be willing to move with the scriptures instead of stay with our preconceived ideas. The covenants. The covenant is a will. It's a will to the Jewish people. Not only to, the, to all Israel, all 12 tribes. It's a will to them. And it can't be dissolved. I'm trying to pick the right word. Uh, it can't be dissolved and made of none effect unless there is a death of one of the parties. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son death. God chose death for himself to save us. Well, I say us. The Jew first, then the Greek. Jew first, then the Gentile. If it wasn't for the, the Israelis, we wouldn't have anything. And so to do away with that will and be able to write another one, God had to die because he did not want his people to die. So he wrote another one. This time, quit trying so hard. Oh, that, that, that sounds... Oh, you mean we just have a license to sin? That's not what I said. I never needed a license to sin. We only overcome by getting close to Him. Getting to know Him, spending time with Him instead of the Golden Girls. Is that still on? Or whatever, you know, football. Or what, I, I didn't say don't watch it. I'm, I'm, I'm just saying which ones do we want to spend the more time with? Can the Golden Girls give us eternal life? You know, I, I, I don't want to put a, 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 a guilt trip on us. God doesn't deal in guilt trips. But until we really, and, and this is one thing, I, I just keep saying, God, I want to know more. I want to know more. I didn't know for so long. I want to know more. I want to get so close to you that it's not my mind, it's yours.
quit questioning. Quit fearing. The Old Testament is all about the Jews, all all about Israel. I, I because some I, I just had somebody pick about Jews. Well, it's all Israel. Well, I, that, it's it's an all inclusive term, but I I know Jews come from Judah, and we're including all Israel. You know, they're they're all quote unquote Jews. They're they're all they are all God's precious chosen people people of Israel and it's an honor seeing what's watching what God is doing with them today they are back in the land and most people are just yawning about it most uh, most nations can't stand them huh I wonder where that prophecy came from Kids were close. Doesn't matter what happens in this election. I mean, it it does. There are repercussions. But God's timing is God's timing. That is not to say don't vote. You go out and vote. We're not going to just lay back, sit back. It was only God. In the 2016 elections. You know that, and I know that. Something happened. And that's the only way it can be this time. You know that, I know that. There are more of them than there are of us. Well, why is that evil? Bible predicts it. You know, this world will get more and more and more evil. That won't move us. It won't change our mission. It may speed up our mission because it's only a matter of time before ministries are jerked off the air, PBNs jerked off the air, and all-out battle against Jesus and his followers. We're sons and daughters. We don't give up. Nothing moves us. We are so close to him. Nothing else matters. We press on. Cried out, oh God, I'm dry and I'm empty and there's more to it than this. In such a desperation. Weeks and weeks of calling on the name of the Lord, confessing my own deadness and dryness. Then finally coming for street rallies here in the city and walking the street and see them selling a kind of heroin would kill you. Say, I've got the good stuff, it'll kill you. And I remember breaking down, and it didn't matter the crowds going by. I sat on the side of a building and wept. 
and I was in anguish, weeping and crying and wailing. I wasn't looking for a ministry. I wasn't looking to build a church. I was feeling God's pain for a lost city. Oh, everywhere I go, somebody's got a project. Somebody's got a plan or a dream. That's all it is. It's an idea. They didn't come to me from a broken heart. They didn't come to me after hours of fasting and praying and mourning. Not a broken heart. It's an idea. I'm sick of it. When I heard Jerusalem was broken down, you see, if he believed this theory that the need represents the call, you know what he'd done? He said, gentlemen, if you'll just wait, I'll pack my bags. Just give me a day or two. This is the kind of challenge that's my meat. I love it. Let's roll. Let's do it. Folks, let me tell you something. Out of this baptism of anguish comes a marvelous thing that happens to those willing to submit to it. A marvelous thing. It's the instant, prompt knowing of God's voice. Instant. Now see, if you don't have a history of prayer, if you don't have this willingness to share God's heart, you get it by asking Him for it. He said, I'll, I'll give. I'm more willing to give you are to receive. This is something you ask. Oh, God, I, I, I want to step out now and I want to know your heart. Be he bring you down into this baptism. Now, just like the baptism waters, you come up, you come out. But you'll come out with this instant knowing of God's voice. Because you see, Nehemiah, he'd been fasting, he'd been praying, he'd been mourning and left a mark on his countenance. And the king noticed that he was a cupbearer. And one day he brings the wine to the king and the king says, why are you so down? Why your countenance? Nehemiah didn't have time to go and bosom his heart to the Lord. He didn't have time. Now to go and say, give me three days to fast and pray. No, he had to have an instant word. Why you said countenance, Nehemiah said, I was very sore afraid. So I prayed to the God of heaven and I said to the king. In other words, instant prayer, instant direction. Knowing God's voice. There are times you're not going to know what to do. You have no time. To run to the closet, you have to hear his voice. This is the way walk in it, instant. That is a glorious result of the baptism of anguish. Suddenly it comes to me by the Holy Spirit. They're looking for peace. They're looking for some kind of hope. You see them go into the bars. You see them going here and there. And the cry in the heart is for peace. And they're looking for atonement, somebody to help pay for their sin and bring peace. Beloved, atonement is trying to pay God back for the transgressions of our heart. And people are living in guilt and trying to find at least one ray of hope. Everywhere they go, reaching and searching for something, trying to make an atonement for their sin, trying to find some way they can pay God back for their transgressions. Folks... Jesus came 
as one sacrifice, one blood sacrifice. And the blood of this lamb has power, power to cleanse, power to heal. And millions upon millions around the world have experienced the glory and the power of this cleansing blood of Jesus Christ. Folks, we serve the living Lamb of God who taketh away the sins of the world. If you had only known what was provision made for your peace, if you had only known. And the other day when I looked at the masses, I said, oh God, if they only knew, this is what broke his heart. Glory to God. 
every star we see and all the songs we sing of shepherds on a hillside of goodwill and peace the lights on every tree and all the gifts we bring in every part of christmas we'll see our king for he is the light that shines from the star he is the shepherd watching
journey ends in the night. Three kings trembling behold the glorious sight. Heaven's treasure in
Tannenbaum risplendi nella notte. O Tannenbaum, o Tannenbaum risplendi nella notte. Le luci tue scintillano come le stelle brillano. O Tannenbaum, o Tannenbaum risplendi nella notte. Tannenbaum, oh Tannenbaum, wie treu sind deine Blätter. O oh, Tannenbaum, oh Tannenbaum, wie treu sind deine Blätter. Du grünst nicht nur zur Sommerzeit, nein, auch im Winter, wenn es schneit. O oh, Tannenbaum, oh Tannenbaum, wie treu sind deine Blätter. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, your branches green delight us. Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree, your branches green delight us. They're green when summer days are bright They're green when winter's snow is white Oh, Christmas tree, oh, Christmas tree Your branches green delight
What if you could give a Christmas gift to Christ? You say, well, Max, I don't have anything that Jesus wants. I don't have anything worthy of being a present for a king. Oh, that's where you're wrong. You have one thing that he would long to have. And heaven erupts in song if you give this gift to Jesus. You know what it is? It's your heart. That's what you have that he would long to possess. But he won't take it unless you give it. He's not a heart stealer. But if you will offer it, if you will offer it, the one who came in a moment to change the world will come in a moment to change your life. If you'll offer it. What does it mean to give Christ your heart? Well, it means to give Christ yourself. To cup in your hands your future, your pain, your past, your anxieties and your worries, and to present them to Him and say, Christ, I give them to you. Even if you've done it before, He accepts the gift again. For we have a tendency to take it back, don't we? I'd like to ask you to bow your heads for just a minute and to cup your hands as if you have a gift in your hands. And with your eyes closed, In a very personal moment between you and Christ, extend your hands, those cupped with your heart within. Present your heart to Christ again. Give Him your hurts. Give Him your anxieties. Give Him your fears. Give Him your longings. Give Him your dreams. Most of all, give Him your love. And you can believe that He's here to receive it. For our God has come so close. He is Emmanuel. He is with us. And He is here. Father, please receive our hearts tonight. Receive that deep within us, the secret things that only you see, the private things we've told no one else. We give them to you. We confess our mistakes. We admit our anxieties. We release our fears. We give you our dreams, our aspirations, our hopes. We trust you to forgive our mistakes. We trust you to clear our path. 
We trust you to be sovereign over our lives. This Christmas, Father, we give you our hearts. Through Christ we pray. shall be revealed. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and shall call his name Emmanuel, God with us. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God, the Prince of Peace. There were shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them. Fear not, for I bring you good tidings of great joy. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior. A Savior. A Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Jesus Christ, God's only begotten Son, 
the only one who could save us. From our sins, from our sadness. He was born so we can be born again. If we love him, remember him, follow him. Rejoice, rejoice, rejoice greatly. For unto you and unto me and unto all of us, a Savior is born.
surprised where this road had taken him. Cause never in a million lives would he have dreamed of Bethlehem. And standing at the manger, he saw with his own eyes the message from. Just a simple man of trade. Why him with all the rulers in the world? Why him inside this stable filled with hay? Why her? She's just an ordinary girl. Now I'm not a Second guess what angels have to say, but this is such a strange way to say the word. To think of how it could have been if Jesus had come as he deserved. But Joseph knew the reason love had to reach so far, and as he held the Savior in his arms, he must have thought, "Why me? I'm just a simple man of trade. Why him with all the rulers in the world?" Inside this stable filled with hay, why her? She's just an ordinary girl. And now I'm not a one to second guess what angels have to say. But this is such a strange way to say.
shepherds and announced the birth of Christ, a heavenly host proclaimed, Glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Now we have an even greater reason to proclaim God's glory than the angels did, because we have been redeemed. So I say to you, Lord, glory to God in the highest and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Yeah. 
You can also visit our website at www.pbnradio.com. Pat and Claudia love reading your email. 
you may send it to mail at pbnradio.com or call them at 336-626-PRAY. That's 336-626-7729. You're listening to Praise Until Dawn, coast to coast and around the world, here on the Praise Broadcasting Network.